irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to Sam in the Morning with Cherie right here on LA Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Have a great Monday. Today is June 13th. Actually, I should tell them have a great Monday at the end, not at the beginning. Right. What I meant to say is happy (laughs) Monday to you. Happy Monday to everybody. Yes, good morning, Cherie. Good morning. You look uh, all happy and energetic this morning, and yeah. I feel that way too. And that's partly, p- partly. well, we rested after the weekend, at least I, I am. You didn't rest, <laughs> No, right? I think I'm still well, going. We, all, all, so. <laughs> we already know you. <laughs> you know, I feel it's like no. it's my duty. I feel like I have to like go out and tell you the stories. Right, so we show. can live vicariously through you. Sure, absolutely. There you go. So maybe we'll hear some stories, but... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I know complain. it's like I have to do it, so I have Damn, something to I have talk to go about out tonight. Oh man, yeah. yeah, the tough life you have. I'm telling you, Sam. Did you get a haircut? I did. It looks good. Really? Yes. Thank you. You're I welcome. like it. Yeah, I like it. Everybody likes it. So I. <laughs> Everybody likes. It. Does That's a, what they say. I mean, what am I going to do? No, people that know me, okay? Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know about the ones that don't say anything. But um, but at any rate, uh, we're going to have an exciting show for you, and I dare you to, to think it's not going to be an exciting one. Because we have a, gr- a great guest, and uh, sure, you'll get to meet her. Uh, listeners of the show uh, have met her several times on the air, so uh, this will be really cool. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot to talk about, a lot to oh, talk yes, about. Oh, yes, because Sam and I talk and about a lot certain to learn. things a lot. About right, like dating, dating and, all and this relationships. Stuff, so I'm curious to... Yeah, exactly. So yeah. she's going to like analyze the shit out of us and it's then gonna we'll be see great. what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know if that's good, though. Yeah, I'm worried I about know. that. <laughs> the thing is, what's special about the show, folks, is we're not going to inundate you with depressing stuff like yeah. shootings and stuff like that because um, that's why we fill the show with happy, good, interesting guests. Yes. So we don't have to go to the news because the news is terrible, you know. And uh, but one important thing uh, before we get into anything is I think a big deal is Microsoft decided to buy LinkedIn for twenty six billion dollars. That's, that's one of the great biggest deals ever, and that's going to be amazing, you know. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know what Microsoft will do with it, right? But. Uh, yeah, whatever. So that's that. I was going to talk about a Dutch woman that was jailed in Qatar after reporting rape. She was convicted of illicit sex. So in other words, she was raped, had something to drink in a bar mm-hmm. or something in public. Well, they don't have bars in Qatar. I don't know where the hell she had the drinks with a couple people. She found herself being raped. And uh, so she went to report it, and they arrested her. Why were they? Why did they arrest because her? Because she was drinking in public, drunk in a public place, and illicit consensual fornication. Oh my God! Yeah, this, this is, is like not- yeah, this is Islamic countries, and you and they put a picture of Qatar here, which looks like amazing. You know, uh, b- b- tall buildings, modern. 
modern, all this stuff. But you know what? That culture is in the Stone Age, and they're not getting anywhere. Clearly, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's just awful. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so it was uh, a dangerous weekend, a deadly weekend for some people. But how was it for you? I mean, was it deadly for you? Maybe at least figuratively. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I felt like it uh, that morning. Yeah. Um, yesterday morning. Um, yeah, we won't talk about the bad stuff. Um, okay. Because we all know what's going on in the world. But yeah, but you know what? I got to tell you, you always mention the bad stuff, but I've yet to hear any of it. So, oh, I meant the ba- okay. you know what's going on in the world, and not oh, outside oh, of myself. Okay, thank you. I thought the all, bad stuff that you me. did. Oh no, okay. no, no, no! I, I just <laughs> met with the world. You know, okay, what's going on? We want to know the bad stuff you the did. Bad stuff. <laughs> Shit, Sam, you put me on so the spot. You, no, no, no. You don't have to. No, no. Tell me something. But it's, no, no. Uh, this weekend, I kind of hung out. What did I do Friday? I don't really remember. Not too much. But um, Saturday, my friend had. Um, a birthday party for his girlfriend and it was a James Bond theme wow. and I love it because my friends always do these theme parties like my favorite one is a Miami Vice though because I love the 80s <laughs> and 80s music and I love that look y'all can laugh at really? that like that Miami Vice look on a dude I uh-huh. love that the look white, yeah, uh, and, yeah and all the, the dudes can dress like and that and the girls do all our like the, it's awful but we do the 80s hair and makeup but it's so much fun that's true yeah and for the James Bond one um, on Saturday it was just you know typical kind of party but it, it was and a blast Bond girl Girls, yes. all the hot chicks. Yeah, she, like she requested that we all, the birthday girl, we we all dressed um, in black cocktail dresses, and she wore this gold. Of course, she's a birthday <laughs> girl. We can't take away from her. She's a sweetheart. Yeah, right. And um, yeah, it was so much fun. And wow. it's, it's one of those places. Like a lot of my my close friends, we were saying the difference between acquaintances and then like you know your close friends well right. my, all my close friends like literally every one of them was out of town and the other one was like packing and moving and stuff but I knew I'd go there and know everybody there so went and had a really really good time wow yeah. how great the James Bond theme I like that were there any people that came as uh, villains uh, I think films? they don't even have to dress as villains and they just are villains. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, but they did. The guys dress like that and of course I love that. Look, yeah, so. but, but most guys dress like James Bond probably, right? With uh-huh. a tux or something. Yeah, they were all like suited up. Right. And, like, all. But, but what I'm saying is that some people uh, show up like uh, Goldfinger or... Uh, uh, you know, like, uh, I can't remember the, well, some of the characters. If they did, I don't really recall. It was no. mostly, to be honest mostly with you, like, James suit, Bond, like yeah. yeah they Everybody were, wanted to feel like they're secret agent. Yeah, because, again, know. of course, it was like, you know, they wanted to seem to be, like, sexy type, right, you know, exactly. so it was more like that. But it was right. a lot of fun. I'm sure everybody probably looked extremely attractive, you know? Yeah, it was fun. Was very we, cool. And we had a good time. Yeah. And that's, that's what's important. And yeah. And just caught up with friends, and I was waiting for someone to fall in the pool. That didn't happen. <laughs> so I was about to jump in the pool yeah, and right. I don't need drinks for that you no, know huh? just have, I like to have fun and a good time yeah and just have a good time but um yeah, it was awesome. cool awesome well that's great uh, I don't have much to report actually um, you were at that party, Sam. Yeah, I right. Didn't, you were all disguised. Exactly. You were I the was secret a, spy. Yeah, I was. I was M actually, the guy behind James Bond. <laughs> so you were the creepy guy in the corner. <laughs> no, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> all oh right, my God. whatever you say. Yeah. I don't just know. go with it, Sam. Yeah, I know. No, I just had a, a uh, just a modest family weekend, and uh, it was good. I love I that. I was happy. Yeah. Yeah, I miss cool. that, you know? Yeah. My family, uh, I talked to my dad this weekend. and um, Are you close? Yeah, you know, we've gotten closer now. I yeah. don't know if it's because now they, ha- you know, my brothers have, you know, children and everything. But I notice even my brothers, I think we discussed this before, but mm. they're married with kids now. But once my brothers, both of them had little girls. Mm-hmm. 
they completely changed. Really? Yeah. I was like, when I was 16, 17, you know, doing typical girl stuff, they didn't care. They weren't looking out for me. And some of those guys, they should have kept me away from, like, they're friends. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now I find, and I'm a grown woman, but now right. that they have daughters, they'll call and be like, so who are you dating? What's going on? Like, really protective. Yeah. So I think there's something, maybe you can relate, you have a daughter. Yeah. That changes in them. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, my father has gotten, I find, he's always, he's an amazing man, but I found he's gotten a lot softer mm. um, you know and, and last year he was diagnosed with prostate cancer but thank right. God you know that'll humble you yeah huh? absolutely but he, you right. know he's fine on a positive yeah. note everybody he's doing wonderful and um, but I think it really hit home with him and it's strange because he's been doing like you know stuff he would have never done before now like acupuncture he makes fun of all that well he used to yeah. and it's funny though because he'll call me and I can even hear a change in his voice if that makes sense like yeah, it's still him yeah. but he sounds he sounds different but in a, in a really like good way like calmer or something yeah and he'll yeah. like and it's hard for my More dad content yes I think a lot of southern men uh, don't really like to show their feelings a lot and he was kind of brought up that way yeah and so when I'd get emotional or be on the phone I could tell he used to it was hard for him to handle uh, yeah. it he'd be like I gotta go now I'm like shit he'll stay on the phone and talk to me <laughs> and it's That's really awesome. You see, yeah. I love my dad. He's cool. There you go. You know, I mean, I I think father-daughter relationships are very special. Very, you know? very special. I mean, of course, you know, and we say that because I think it goes without saying as far as the mom and and the daughter which is a, a very unique relationship oh, as well right re- I think yeah. I always said they, they have those jokes at sites about daddy issues I think mm. they should make it mama issues mama issues too right <laughs> absolutely but it's almost uh, I mean many of the uh, the women I've met and stuff they seem to be very uh, their moms are very involved in their lives, you know. Uh, so I, I, mean, I assume many of them are. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think mother daughter relationships are just extremely. It's like uh, Joan Rivers and Melissa Rivers said it perfectly. They said something like, "It's the person that you want to kill, but you would kill for." Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you love your mother, but it's like, oh, you, you know, yeah, it's yeah. it's a strange relationship. But think about—I mean, you're in their womb. They, they, you know, you hear their heartbeat inside of them, like no one else has. Yeah, it's a, it's a crazy, beautiful thing. It really is, you know, and um, yeah, it's cool. So, uh, okay, well, anything else? Because I'm going to bring a part oh, of this just, right just now. Coffee's great, by the way. Just yeah, so I got Which a new one coffee. It? It's some Colombian coffee and it makes me feel really hyper and happy. That's good. And wh- where do you get it? Do you make it yourself? No, I just get it at like the store, grocery store, Ralph's. Oh, okay. Yeah, I used, I like the Dunkin' Donut one, to be honest with you. That one's really good and they were out, so grab this one. Uh-huh. It's very good. Sounds good. Okay, well, we're going to try okay. that one. Okay, let's go to our guest. All right, let's get to our Yay. guest. Uh, and we have uh, so Laurel House. Too. What's that? She's so pretty, too. Absolutely. That's why she comes <laughs> back. But, the, you know, that's, no, that's not what I mean. Oh, my God, oh, Sam. Sam's thanks blushing. a lot. I just killed myself. <laughs> No, but that was awesome. no. Okay, that's, let me let me put it again. Okay, yeah. men can never say the right shit. You know, it's so no, funny. Laurel, it's always pleasant to have you here, and you know that. Thank I mean, I you. wouldn't have you just for your looks here for five times. Let Not me tell. Let me tell you. Sitting pretty and silent, which would never what, happen. Let, no, but let me tell you what distracted me. I brought up. I just did a Google on Laurel House. Okay, yes, everybody should do one, and you come up. But there's a little thing on the side that says Laurel's House. Okay, oh. and I'm looking at this is like I some rinky dink no. uh, place. Because uh, that's ta- I think that that's um, Laurel and Hardy's. So Laurel and Hardy's house, and then there's oh. also Laurel House, the house for abused and battered women, which is also 
not my home or my cause, but something yeah, that I do yeah. believe in. You should search Laurel House, comma, dating coach. Right. That's no, what you should but, search. But, no, but definitely <laughs> laurelhouse.com comes up first. Yes, so. good. Okay, okay, anyway, now that we're, I'm totally distracted, <laughs> I'm going to close this friggin' thing. Uh, Laurel, welcome to the show. Thank you. And we always love having you here. You know that. Uh, you know your stuff. You're a relationship, dating, uh, more than expert. I mean, you, your life is that. Uh, it is my life. I am a dating coach, and I am also a prolific dater. Uh-huh. So I sort of live and breathe dating. Right. I, I have a question. <laughs> yes. I, I just want to know this. I'm sure a lot of people do. How do you technically become a dating coach? Like, what qualifies a person to become that well it's interesting I mean I I wasn't I'm not a therapist I didn't study dating in college because that that's the thing about dating is there really sure there are books and I've written a book about dating it's called screwing the rules which is kind of a handbook but but it's (laughs) but there aren't really there there isn't an education that you can get on dating and right. how to date. So it comes from experience. I've been a prolific dater um, for much of my life. I've I been married twice. Oh. I've been I've been proposed to nine times, which is... Nine? It's, a- it's good and bad, right? Because cl- yeah. clearly I was doing things wrong in order to get myself in a position where I was proposed to by people who I didn't want to marry. And I had to learn and really be self-reflective of... What was I doing wrong? And that's really how I became a dating coach. I mean, I've been writing about dating and love and sex for Playboy and Men's Journal and FHM, and I started doing that when I was 22. So I've always been in that world. Right. Um, But when it started happening, not to me, but when I started engaging in dating more, I was married for the first time at 21. Oh, wow. I started to really have to look at myself and think, what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? What could I do better? What could I do differently? And and remove my ego and start examining and then start giving advice to other people. And people liked my advice. They took my advice. They kept wanting my advice. So I started posting right. on YouTube. And, and your, then way, I became and your a coach. way is like your way is like direct. I mean, she's not going to tell you what you want to hear. <laughs> right. She'll tell you the right. way it is. No, that's awesome. Right? That's because how it should be. That's how it should be. Yeah, know? I'm kind of known as tough love Laurel. Yeah. Because <laughs> okay. it's I'm I I don't couch you know, I don't BS. It's if you one of the first things I ask my clients is, "What are you doing wrong?" Yeah. And and they say, I, "I don't know." Okay, or nothing. Well, that's interesting that you think you're doing nothing. <laughs> right? Clearly, they're, you're doing something wrong because the only common denominator <laughs> is <laughs> you. Exactly. exactly. And and you know, yeah, sure, maybe your ex boyfriend or ex girlfriend or ex husband or wife screwed up and did something wrong, but I can't fix them. I I can't go and change their actions. The only person who I can help is you. you. So let's look at you and make you a better, stronger, more interesting and interested person so that next time you'll do a better job. Yeah, there you go. And I think think she's learned a lot. Now, my question to you is why did you get married at 21? My parents were married at 21. Now, people are surprised, like, where are you from? I'm born and bred West Angelino. Really? Yes. How cool is that? (laughs) That's awesome. It's like, yeah, I was going to say, where are you? I'm from the South where people get married at Right, yeah. I I was the weird one that didn't, but like... And and not only am I a born and bred West Angelino, my parents are in the entertainment industry. So people don't do that kind of thing. But I am a 
pathetic romantic. No, and beautiful. my parents have been married for, oh my gosh, this is really bad that I don't know, 45 years. Um, awesome. And I wanted what they have. Yeah. So they were married at 21 on the 4th of July. So I got married at 21 on the 4th of oh. July. Whoa. So <laughs> and six months amazing. later realized... Whoa. This yeah. is not working. Wow. And we ended up getting a divorce within six months. Really? How long had you known him before that? He was my college boyfriend. Really? Yeah, wow. we dated for several years. We lived together our senior year of college. Um, and then just... But we didn't know ourselves, you know? I mean, you really yeah. don't know yourself you until really you're don't. 30. Yeah, 21. When I look I back, it's right so... Because yeah. I, I understand what she's saying. I know exactly. Yeah. It's It's... It's, it's, it's there is so much and I was married for the second time when I was 23 and yeah. I still didn't know me right. I am not the person I was right. back then mm. and my my second husband and I we lasted longer than my first we lasted for three years and you know went to therapy and really tried to make it work but we didn't know ourselves so how can you make a decision as to who you want to be with if you don't know you first if you don't understand your needs your wants what a relationship looks like and, you know, and who you are in all of your crevices. I mean, yeah, there is a romantic component of discovering yourself within a relationship with someone else and growing together. But that has become more and more rare, especially with the accessibility of more people from Facebook and the internet and oh, just, yeah. you, know, you get in a fight with your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife or fiance. And instead of like working through it, you're like, I'm going to go into Facebook and see if someone else is going to flirt with me. That's right? true. Do so people do true. that? Oh, oh my Absolutely. gosh. All the time? Absolutely. Wow. Wow. And when in the past, it's, you know, when my parents got married at 21, you deal with the problems. Yep, you face it. You push yeah. through. You work at it. And it is... There's this fantasy around marriage of like, we're going to get married. Everything's going to be amazing. Uh-huh. Marriage takes effort it does it takes you have it you are deciding to be with someone who is a amazing companion and partner and you love and hopefully you have chemistry and amazing connection with and who can go through the shits with you exactly that's who you're marrying because life not easy right i think i think i mean my theory is the only reason you should get you should marry a specific person like you know them and not somebody else it's because uh, you want to, you feel you want to be with that person for the rest of your life, not for any other reason. Yeah. You know, don't get married because there's uh, family pressure. Don't oh, yeah. feel that your biological clock is ticking. All this stuff is the wrong reason to get married. You know, mm-hmm. and people don't understand that. And as a dating coach, this is something I see every day. I have right. clients who, you know, well, I, I should. What should I say? What should I do? Should. should not play a role in getting married, dating, responding to a text, who you're contacting on a dating app or online dating, who you go up to, what you're doing on your dates. It's not about should. Right. It's about what do you want to do? Yeah. Not what should you do. Not what you should do based on fear, insecurity, anger, resentment, uh, you know, anything else. It's not because the reality is the way that I look at people is we are this one, you know, very clear, authentic, wonderful person. And then on top of that, you put a jacket of 
insecurity. And then you put another puffy jacket of fear. And then another puffy jacket of anger. And then another puffy jacket of shame. And then another puffy jacket of should. And then you're trying to communicate through all of these layers. And on the other end, you come out as a crazy, needy, angry, whatever it is that you're presenting. And that's actually not you. So remove those barriers and and communicate through the who you are. And that's hard. Yeah, it's like garbage in, garbage out. That's what you're trying to say pretty much. The input equals the output. Whatever you put in it. Yeah, I think people too are scared to be themselves, a, a form of rejection or whatever. But I think you have to be... Um, have that love in yourself and, and be okay. Like, not everybody's going to like you. It doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. You just don't go with that person. It or sounds it, so cliche, yeah. but it is it's so, so true. true. You have to love you first. Yeah. And it's, it's so you know, I mean, one of the things that I say with my singles is get a life. Yes. Before you get Have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Be own you. Yeah. You know, I am a single mom and I've had some people say, "Oh my god, you've made single mom like cool or acceptable or <laughs> I, you know, I was pregnant alone. I found out I was pregnant a couple weeks after my boyfriend and I ended our relationship and it was Hard, okay, hard. But being a single mom, I'm not like, oh my god, I'm a single mom. Like that's so awful. No, I'm a single mom. You know what? It's hard and it's amazing, and I have grown and I'm a bigger, better person because of my one year old son and because I've been through it. So now, so but this is interesting though. So you, uh, so you got pregnant while you guys were together, yes, and then you guys broke up, but you found out after you had broken up. Well, because it takes a little while, and and (laughs) and, and, and. to be and to be that. and to be honest, yeah. I you know I my period was late. I mean, <laughs> for a while, right? And I just was thinking it's stress, it's right, this, it's yeah. that. I didn't want to take the test, right? Because we were broken up, yeah. Right. <laughs> I so I didn't. didn't I wanna... just I didn't want to see that, right? Um, but we when we got pregnant, it was you know we loved each other. I mean, we and he is a wonderful man. He right. is. He has a good heart. You He's just a wonderful felt man. you didn't want to live with him for we the rest just, of your life. We we it are we are different human beings. Yes. And when we realized that, we knew that it was time to. So move that's on. a smart decision, yeah. I think, from where I'm sitting. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. For those of you just joining us, we're talking to Laurel House. Now I want you to tell people you've got shows all over the place tell them a little bit where they can find you and then we'll continue so you can find me starting tomorrow on E on a show called Famously Single where I'm a dating coach and I am it's premiering tomorrow night I am just beyond excited but just let me tell you and you can also find me on my website laurelhouse.com or on Twitter at Dating Laurel Um, let me tell you though and this is just like such a girly thing that I'm about to say but I (laughs) I shot we shot famously single when my son was five months old oh wow so I this is such stupid I didn't lose the baby weight yet okay and so I do now I'm I'm because I'm 10 pounds lighter because I I have a one-year-old son now not a five-month-old son so I have this like little bit of insecurity about it's my first big you know show my first series and I am 10 pounds heavier plus the 10 pounds that the camera adds so that's just Laurel's little bit of insecurity of being a girl for one second but that's isn't that (laughs) but isn't that like incredibly Mm -hmm. 
uh, sexy in a woman, I think, because, and especially in Laurel, because uh, she's so tough, but yet you're showing a vulnerability. Oh, my God. I, I've had right? her guy say yeah. that so yeah. much, and I agree with it. Even being a woman, I just think that was so beautiful for her to even say that. It's, it <laughs> makes you relatable. You know what I mean? Exactly, it, that, there's nothing you know? wrong with that. You know, here, many of us have those insecurities. We all do. And here's the thing is them. that none of us are perfect. And right. if, if I'm expecting you to be vulnerable with me, if I'm expecting my clients to be vulnerable, vulnerable with me if I'm expecting my dates to be vulnerable with me I need to be the example of my expectation and it's not like this was strategic of okay I'm gonna like reveal some vulnerability that's just me and that's just I own that I was in a place where I wasn't amazingly happy with my body you have to own where you are today it's not like a when then situation and I see so many well when this then I'll be happy no own who you are today and you know accept it love it even if you're not perfect it it is who you are so be that mm-hmm. yeah yeah now uh so that's so you that's your show okay yes. when can people watch it so it starts tomorrow it's every tuesday at 10 9 central so 10 o'clock on e it's, on e i mean that's yes. a big deal guys because yeah. you can watch it anywhere i remember when that when i saw the previews and stuff i'm like oh shit i want to watch that yeah and so i've been excited so i was so excited to meet with her well because yeah. laurel is an, an exciting person and to our talk celebrities to. are we have some pretty good people so brandy glanville yeah who from the real housewives who she is just a hoot yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let me tell you the dynamic of the show okay, okay. so we have eight single celebrities living in a house in downtown LA. Wow. The house is completely rigged with cameras. I mean, except for the bathrooms. All of the girls live in one room and all of the guys live in another room. Okay, so it's not quite like Big Brother. They're separating based. So this is going to be Yeah, the girls are in one room and the boys are in another room. I like that. This is fun. And and so you see what they're like, you know, all the time. And what was funny is the celebrities, I don't think, really totally (laughs) realize that when they were talking shit about the dating coaches, Uh we were listening. Amazing. I would be downstairs in the control room, like, huh. So that's what they think about me. And and how do you go back and, like, talk to them without being. I can't address it because. Oh, I I can do that. But I don't want them to know that I'm sitting there listening to every single thing that they're saying. They may not realize that. They They realize that the producers are listening, but they didn't know that the dating coaches, when we're not coaching them, were actually sitting there listening also. But, But eventually, the whole world is gonna like watch this yeah, so yeah feeling, but it was you know? things you know I called out celebrities I was very tough with them because that's yeah. what I do right and and I also I, I live in West LA but I actually moved to downtown LA with my son and my nanny to shoot the show because I am a breastfeeding mom and you and don't want to have to drive every I didn't, day I, and I, but I also couldn't if I had you know five minute break I needed to get over to my loft right. feed my son and get back <laughs> over to set so I was on set all the time because I was so close. So so that's the idea of the show. And we are trying to coach the celebrities on how to break through their dating issues and find love. That doesn't right. mean they're supposed to find love in the house, although that did happen. They were supposed to find love with non-celebrities. So the celebrities are Brandy Glanville, Real Housewives, amazing. Um, DJ Polly D from yeah. Jersey Shore. Ni- oh my God, you guys. Nicest guy. Nicest. I have my... my- oh 
Wow. One of my friends is really good friends with him and, and says wonderful things. And I Just I've, a good human. Yeah. Yeah. That's you see be- a different side of him. And that's one of the things that I liked about this show is you mm. saw different sides. Um, Aubrey O'Day, who's a singer, mm-hmm. and she was um, P. Diddy's like protege and has, what is it, Dumb Blonde. But she's yeah. Yeah, really don't look here. Smart. I don't know anything about the current culture yeah. at all, man. Aubrey, yeah, <laughs> Aubrey O'Day is very interesting. Really smart. I mean, we would sit yeah. and have I've these yeah. off-camera, hours-long conversations about the theories and right. dating and strategies. Um, okay, Josh Murray from The Bachelor. So he actually won The Bachelorette uh, with Andy Dorfman. He was, they were engaged. Um, really? But never married? They broke up yeah. because he was single and on my show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jessica White, who is a supermodel um, and just, I mean, obviously stunning. Willis McGee, who is a former um, running back football player. Um, so he's a he's a character. We have some interesting things happening. You have to watch to see tomorrow night. Samaya Reese, who is, she was on VH1's Love and Hip Hop, and she is a Latin um, artist and singer and just beautiful, interesting woman. Wow. And Callum Best, who um, is, his, he's from the UK. He is a celebrity there, and he's dated everyone. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. And boy, is he hot. Oh, really? Really? Okay. Wow. All right, I guess wow. I'm going to have to watch it then. Yeah, no, you have to watch it because there is drama. Obvi- there's no, obviously it there's drama. Great. I mean, that's, it's a great situation to put people in, you yeah. know? You know, because they have to face their issues. Yeah. And it's, what was really interesting takeaway for me is um, everyone, celebrities, men, women, doesn't matter the age, we all deal with the exact same dating problems, the exact same insecurities, and the exact same mistakes. It yeah. doesn't matter who you are. And the celebrities are dealing with it at a slightly higher degree because they're in the public eye. But every single... I have clients all over the world. I deal... I talk with them over video Skype. So I have... And I have clients from the age of 23 to 78. Mm-hmm. And men and women. Um, and they all deal with a fear of being vulnerable and authentic difficulty voicing their needs so on a date it's like what should I do no no what do you want to do what do you need and and talking about those needs on a date and not being ashamed of them or afraid that you're gonna chase someone away or scare them away because you're voicing your needs right. so vulnerability and needs and just and and authenticity yeah. and it's those are three things that are really really hard for everyone yes. right yeah no that's true that you know but so i also true. It, it is true it's but but i I, am, I do disagree though that uh i don't think everybody has the same problems okay they the have insecurities let me I, tell you why okay okay like for example uh if you take a woman like one of you okay you're very attractive and everything you always get attention so your insecurities are about different things than a woman that never uh-huh. gets hit on and then that's where you, you know you're wrong you're wrong okay tell you're not me. you're not in tell our me. heads that's so you true. don't know what we're thinking that's true okay go because ahead because somebody else might be like oh she's beautiful look like we you know we all go home and we all have our personal insecurities and what's beautiful to someone is not to every no but you're but, in the, but, but voicing you're in your demand, but, but there's right? also it doesn't matter how highly demanded i mean we're talking about jessica white a supermodel brandy right. glanville who's like i mean insane all is of these really women nice? and they have the same problems same problems 
being vulnerable, you know what authenticity, it is? voicing your needs. There's right. a fear there. How, are right. you afraid of being of fuck? Yeah, sorry, yes. I curse a lot, but um, of, of yeah, what? I, of being vulnerable. And yeah. I'm gonna tell you because I've noticed this not so much anymore because everything you're saying, I've been doing and things. Have I've changed been seeing you shaking your head. Yes, I like get it, very I strongly. Get it. It's like I know what she's saying, and I've been doing it, and it's been working. My life has been changing, but prior to that, I've realized I, I kept thinking, well, God, you know, I, I dated a lot of very egotistical narcissistic men yeah but I, I'm like well what am I doing that keeps attracting that and why do I allow it mm-hmm. and now sometimes I want to take that girl and shake her and say what were you thinking because yeah. I would never accept that anymore right but my fear of vulnerability I believe those types of men that I was attracting i I would almost do like make myself into what they wanted. Yes. And then yes, right? And then when I would finally let those walls down, they would just act totally different. And yep. I'm like, "Oh, you liked me when I was a bitch or liked me when I was being this or that." Right. And then when I came let these walls down, I got just it's scary. It was because, though, I was being authentic at that point. They didn't see me. At the beginning, they were seeing what they wanted. Right. It's like that movie, uh, Runaway Bride, and I yes. use this analogy. It's amazing. When she cannot decide, remember when Richard Gere says, you don't even know what eggs you like. She yeah. says, yes, I do. He says, you like the eggs that every guy you date likes. Right. And at the end <laughs> of the movie, she it made all the eggs, and she figured out what eggs she liked yeah, herself. Yes, that's such a great, I right? love that analogy. Such a great analogy. Yes. And that's when she found her man you yeah. know you gotta know, <laughs> you know what your shit. it's so so true and it doesn't matter how beautiful ugly fat thin old young you are we all have it we're afraid of wow. being vulnerable because right. if you so you look at me right and and the, the person there's a person right? there every yes. single person carries a facade every wow. person yes. has a facade I have a, a facade yeah the right. person who do. I am privately it's very different. different from tough very love Laurel. Right. I am actually a, I no one believes me when I tell them I am an introvert yeah. I am a homebody. I'm such a homebody. I like my man to be in control. Oh, that's um, no, and I not around that. everything. But yes, I like I like a man to order for me. Yes, I like, like take control of that. Yes, I don't sexy. want because in my business I am in control. I make all the decisions. I'm yelling at my clients. <laughs> I am. I am tough. But but that's your that's your job. It's Not my your job. job. Your career. And let's it, say. And it is your professional side. And it's a side of me. It is authentic to who I am. And I have in relationships been tough to the guys who are weak. Yes. Yeah. And I will. I mean, my dad. Ever since I was like five years old, he said, "If someone allows you to roll over them, you will." Mm-hmm. I've always been that person. Yeah. And but I ha I prefer that soft side of me. I really do. But right. I don't show it. Exactly. Because it's well hard. it's private though. I mean, but it is a major part of your life. Yeah. It's just we don't need to see it. I think also what she's saying and I understand with what you're saying, like you're a beautiful woman, so people and it's it's easy to play into that. It's safe. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And men, certain men have an idea. And when that fantasy is no longer there, their fantasies, though, what yes. they perceive it to be, and and then you're a real person, uh, a good man can appreciate that. But, but other men can't. But there's yeah. also, yeah, with true. the beautiful woman, right, there's certain clothes that you wear. There's that's, makeup that you put on. There's the way that you do your hair. All of these things. And the, the men do have this perception... I yes. was dating a guy who uh, we went on a make or break vacation date. A make or break vacation oh, date yeah. is an essential um, because when you go on vacation with someone, 
It you know really them. tests you, oh, right? You know them. And why is uh, that? Because, because you're so close in s for so many hours. You see days. who they are. Yes. So I was on a make or break right. vacation date with this guy. And I'm not going to say where we went because he'll know who he is. Um, <laughs> like he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and we, in the morning, the first morning, I mean, I've slept over at his house before, but the first morning there, I, you know, I took a shower. I didn't have my makeup on. Oh, you hate that and he comes over to me and he's like, where's my Laurel? Where I don't Whoa. where is she? Wait, I don't recognize you. And I was like <gasps> He didn't say that. Wow. Excuse me. Oh. And he's like, No, wait, put your makeup on. Are you <gasps> fucking kidding me? Oh, no. Whoa. No. Yeah. No. And he didn't no, understand like, why I broke up with him at the second we got home. Now let mm -hmm. me ask you this. How mm -hmm. old was he at the time? I'm wondering. He was older. He was older. Yes. But how old was he? I mean, can you say? Um he was in his fifties. He was in his fifties and you were? In my 30s. In your 30s. I dated. Okay. So, you know what, though? Uh, yeah, I, I, I was going to say because he sounds immature, but at 50? Yeah. You know, 50, 30, 20. I dated a lot it doesn't guys matter the age. It, it depends on what they want. I've had opposite. I had guys that, like, I, I'm very much a girl's girl, even though I love, like, you being a homebody, not mm -hmm. wearing the makeup and throwing my hair up and stuff. But I've had guys, and, and, and it is a compliment, but at the same time, as a woman, it's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. do I look, you know, like a clown? Because they'll be like, I love you without me. You look, you know, you're gorgeous with it, but you are so beautiful without it. You don't need it. You know, and I've heard it repeatedly, so I need that's to tone the shit down. That's, <laughs> here's the thing is... Um, it, 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 it doesn't matter the age of the person or anything else. Part of the problem was that was actually me. Part of the problem was me. I was not being my authentic self with him. Mm. I have to take okay. responsibility for that. And that's part of me, you know, the same thing with being proposed to nine times. I was being inauthentic. Mm. I was putting forward, he, I knew what he wanted. He yes. wanted this laurel box. It was pretty wrapped up perfection. Wow, and that's I what you presented gave him. him laurel perfection. Mm. And I call her perfect laurel. And perfect laurel is pretty all the time and fun and excited and strong and motivated <laughs> and driven. And you know, wants to have sex all the time. Uh, wants to have right? sex all the time. <laughs> and that's she's the entertainment. That's <laughs> and that's what I presented. Yeah. And but you were perfect not, laurel is not me. Right. And you left the real laurel. I left the real were hidden. Yeah. And yeah. when he saw normal Laurel, authentic Laurel, because that was, I showed him perfect Laurel. So that's my mistake. And that's why on a first date, you need to drop that fucking yeah. facade and be and yourself. Be who you are. Yes. yes. Wow. Just, and it doesn't Absolutely. mean to lay naked on the table and like, oh, here's all my horrible things I've done. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, I don't but be, be you. Right. Don't be perfect. Because they're going to find out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. I don't know if on the first date you can do that, though. You no, know? no, I mean, but she's not saying that. Really she's not saying, like, facade? do all the, like, uh, oh, tell all your sad stories and shit. Just I be understand. like, just be like you. Be right. you. Well, quirky, quirky, funny. You yeah. know, you're not going to be like, oh, my God, does my butt look big? I'm so insecure about this. No, no, yeah. you're not going to do that. And that is one of the areas I don't like yeah. people to talk about is bodily insecurities with your partner. Right. Because... I see you in my rose-colored glasses. I don't want to see you the way you see you. 
<laughs> right? I really yeah, don't. Right? And you don't want me to see you the way you <laughs> see you. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. True. I was texting my friend the other day, um, the one Wendy I always talk about that I'm bringing on the show soon. But um, she's out of town. And when you first start dating a guy, you know, it's all awkward. And yes. I started to see someone. Um, and it's that moment of like, when do you go to the bathroom? Oh. When do you f- t- take off your makeup? Like, my guys gosh. don't get that. Yeah. And it's so stressful because it's that weird <laughs> stage. And it's like, man, this is a difficult it thing. It is. And she was dying when I texted her that. She's like, I feel you though. I'm like, well, what do I do? Like, I got to go home. I can't go here. No, I the should. bathroom thing, it's oh my so God. funny. It's, it's a so huge awful. insecurity. And, right. and let me you. tell you, when you go to a hotel, right. the amount of girls in line at the bathroom in the lobby. Oh my God, that's what we were talking about. It's a, it's I'm going to go downstairs and get some Starbucks for us and yes. I'll be right back. Right. right. And they'll go downstairs to get to the bathroom. Yes. Okay, I get what you say. Yes. Okay, now I understand. I used right. to, oh my gosh, wow. I used to, what I would, now I was kind of a bitch back then um, <laughs> but if I would go out of town for a make or break vacation date I would have the guy get a suite with two bathrooms really yeah, yeah. I I, you know what I, I would do is I would say turn on the television really loud you yes know? but still because you I, don't want him to know I mean that's yeah. the thing that's so weird we don't want to be yeah. like hi just just so you know we're about to go take a shit so exactly. if you could turn exactly. on the TV right? no, I, that's <laughs> true, but you what if like they only have like two ba- like before they get their house right yeah they're in an apartment and there's like two it's a nice size apartment but there's two different bathrooms and right both you know what I hate the vanity areas open there's no clothes for oh the my vanity. gosh just clothes for the truck but yeah it's like and I don't want him to see me undoing things yeah putting things together well that's the thing even when you're in a relationship <laughs> so this isn't just for single people this is when yeah. you're in a relationship some things are still sacred yes. I don't think that you should yes shit yes. in front of each other in a yes. relationship there's a lot of things you shouldn't do in front of I each other I think. and I think that that I think you should <laughs> also get dressed separately when you're going on yes. a date I, I think that when you're in a relationship you should go on a weekly date and on that weekly date you are getting dressed you're putting on your makeup you're getting prepared separately so that you're still having that entrance of yes. I did this Boom. for you presentation it makes you feel good it makes you feel sexy it makes the man feel like he's wanted and, and that is something that's very important it's maintaining your that that sexy side of your relationship yeah yeah or yeah. else you just become friends and that you know that's fine but you, you need do passion, you yeah. need that you really do yeah for those of you just joining us we're talking to laurel house and you definitely have missed a great show <laughs> so uh but the nice thing is that you'll be able to replay it over and over and over but if you wonder why she knows so much is because she wrote a book called screwing the rules no games guide to love yeah. and that's why and this book really shows what you know and what you've learned over the years yeah and obviously you tell it like it is and people need that you know no sugar coating no no politically correct none of that stuff you and know? it's hard tell people to their face it is because it's hard because um you know it's because it becomes controversial and yeah. then and then you risk being not liked yeah and you know some people don't want i've heard people who say you're too hard i don't want to hear what i'm doing wrong okay then keep doing it yeah, exactly. You know, you do it then over then and over. why are you working with me? Exactly. Because why you, you need here? someone. I, 
I, what I do yeah. with my clients is I reality check their dating expectations. It's not, it's I pop the bubble of their fantasy. You know, I, I have a video that I just did called Screw Prince Charming and I don't mean literally right. because let's look at the reality of Prince Charming. So many girls, I want my Prince Charming. Really? Yeah, we should. Let's look at Prince around. Charming. Okay, so Prince Charming shows up in his white tights on a horse yeah. <laughs> and yeah. takes you from your life, puts you on his horse, removes you from everything you know, puts you in your castle, and then goes and saves other princesses. <laughs> yes. He's not going out and working. He's not carrying his weight. He's not making you feel anything but safe in your castle. Prince Charming is escapism. If that's what you're looking for, and if you do need to escape a bad situation, then go find your fucking Prince Charming. But that's, that's not the person who you want to marry. Right. Believe me, I've dated him. And yeah. you know what? This reminds me of someone I know, and uh, that's actually called a sugar daddy situation. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Right? And I've done it. You yeah. know, I had a yeah, Prince Charming. A I've had several. And yeah. one of them, I moved away to another state and was in his castle for three yeah. years. And yeah. I got, I had all the stuff. I had all the peasants and I was divorced from my reality and I lost myself. And so many people who know me and this like tough love Laurel, they can't believe that I lost me in a relationship. But I've done that a few times. and more, Isn't it amazing? It, yeah. Because they slowly chisel away they, who you are. And they're smart. Slow, 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 they, slow, they, slow, they, slow, they slow. They catch you and they mm-hmm. pretend like what they do is, oh, they hear your your or they hear your stories. And yep. they're so compassionate about it. And then they use that later against you in very subtle ways. Or they do things that shame you. Because shame yes. is something. So oh. I, I remember with, with this one in particular that happened to me. I moved to a different state and I was having a hard time making friends um, because it, I was, I'm different to the people who are in this state. Um, it was in the middle of the country. And we went to this dinner with friends of his. So I thought I could be open and honest in myself. And they said, how are you doing? And I said, yeah, I'm having a hard time making friends. And af- I thought that was fine. And the girl was like, hush, you know, why? What, what do you think? Let's talk about it. So at the end of the dinner, we get in the car and my boyfriend says, I cannot believe you said that. You totally embarrassed yourself. And I was like, what did I say? How did I embarrass myself? You told them that you're having a hard time making friends. And I was like, well, I am. Yeah. And he said, I, I can, you cannot walk around with that attitude anymore. Wow. Because people are going to judge you for it. If you're having a hard time making friends, it's your fault. Oh, what a dick. So all of a sudden I was like, okay, I guess I have to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And from then on, I was silenced. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, we would go to parties and he would say, you really embarrassed yourself. You need to think before you speak. Oh, yeah. what a... You and were oppressed. Oh, I you was. An and it, but it was these little things that were, oh my God, I embarrassed myself. What did I say? I can't believe I embarrassed myself. Mm. I better be careful with what I say. That's true. And now, then slowly I was chiseled away oh, until I was... Like totally insecure. Totally I mean, right? insecure. And then he didn't want me anymore. Wow. Because yeah. I was insecure. You weren't but the same person that, anymore. You know? Exactly. Yeah, I wow. remember this last situation I was in... Um, I, I had a couple too, a couple of Prince Charmings, and the last Prince Charming, um, he was like, uh, I remember a lot of people saying, God, like, why are you so, because normally I'm upbeat and stuff, but yeah. I was so, they're like, you're so negative, like, what's going mm. on with you? But I noticed it was him every time I was around him, and looking back, hindsight, yeah. you know, it's always hindsight, I'm like, he was like such a, 
a manipulator and he yes. brought the worst out in me. You yeah. the one that brings out the best in you and he just was... And who sees you for you and who allows you... I mean, the three things that are essential, both for men and women, celebrities, normal people, old, young, we want to feel safe, sexy, and seen. So safe means you feel physically, emotionally, financially safe with them. Mm-hmm. Seen means they see you for who you are. Drop the facade. They see you. They hear you. They get you. They love you more because of it. And sexy, we want to feel sexy. Yeah. You know, I was dating someone who is a really, really wonderful guy. And it was while I had I had my child. And um, in the middle of the night, my baby was just having a meltdown for an hour. And I was sitting trying to figure out what's going on and struggling with him and just holding him and screaming. And the next day, my boyfriend said, you know what? The most beautiful moment I have ever seen of you was you holding the baby and trying to calm him down. Aww. I have never seen you look more beautiful in my life. Are and you I was still like, with him? I'm not. Oh. Yeah. Um, there you go. But, but at least he was a good because, father. No, that so it'll, it'll, because that is what's real. Things. He's able, yeah. unlike the other guy who was like, where is my laurel? Put your makeup on. <laughs> but someone who can love you for you. And that's what I'm saying is be authentic. Be yourself. If someone cannot love you for when you're up in the middle of the night with your baby, if they think like, oh God, you look so ugly or weak or why don't you go do that in the other room? Right. Then you are not for me. Yeah, it's too surface. Right. Now, listen, we're totally out of time. Oh my God. Tell people how they can find you, how they can follow the show, everything. So you can find me on E! Just watch the show Famously Single on Tuesdays at 10, 9 central. You can find me on my website, laurelhouse.com, on Twitter at Dating Laurel, um, on YouTube, just search Laurel House Dating, um, on Instagram at Laurel House, Facebook at Dating Laurel. So I'm, She's everywhere, I'm sort folks. of, I'm everywhere um, yes. but please follow me if you have questions please ask them I might address them on I host a podcast called The Great Love Debate and I might answer your questions yeah. or just talk about you no. on the show <laughs> no if people want uh, do you provide like one on one I do I do one on one dating coaching and okay. that's a, a package I'm actually a Cyrano for a lot of my clients so I tell you exactly what to say over text app dating online dating even in person I help my clients come up with scripts I have clients who text me every day with screenshots this is what he said this is what she said how do I respond I, I am your your dating partner right and uh, Shereen now you know to summarize why Laurel keeps coming back here because yeah. it's very fascinating shows right I want her to come back there you we're go we're not done we have lots more <laughs> questions yeah. and there's another friendship right here yeah. uh, Laurel thank you so much thank for, you co- for joining us thank you for having me I'm going to watch tomorrow I, you better oh, everyone yeah. better watch that show but let me just give you a little tease um, that you're going we will see me going undercover tomorrow oh, fun. So, wow that'd be cool yeah <laughs> okay. alright don't forget the show and it's called again famously single famously on single. E dating coach and uh, yeah there you go everybody thank you all for joining us Cherie thank you yeah and thanks everybody and we'll see you tomorrow Listening to Sam in the Morning with Sharon.